I think we all kind of know that goals are a good thing, but most of us have also had bad experiences with goal setting, not knowing what your goal should be, not knowing how to reach the goal, and sometimes just ending up feeling like a failure. In this episode, I'm going to reignite your passion for setting health-related goals by sharing exactly how to create them and achieve them. And you just so happen to be listening to episode one of season two. And we've got two awesome giveaways for the beginning of this season, a free consultation and an Amazon gift card. All you have to do to be entered to win is to join our email list. The winners will be randomly selected from that list. So make sure you head to the show notes and get entered. Welcome to the Daily Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Meredith. I've led my family on a transformative health journey for over a decade, and now I help other families do the same. So this is a place where you can learn about healthy living and take the next step in your wellness journey. I'm gonna take you through six simple steps for creating health goals that are achievable and sustainable. The first thing I do when I wanna set a new goal is to reflect. I know some of you won't like this step, and honestly, self-reflection is sometimes hard for me too, but it is crucial. It's easy to hear about someone else's awesome wellness goals and just adopt them for yourself, but that may not be what you need. Before I can think forward, I have to think about where I am right now. What about my life or lifestyle feels good? What doesn't feel good? What's bringing me joy? what's causing stress or illness or just draining me. These kinds of questions ensure that the goals I set actually have to do with me, right? They aren't some other person's health goals that I thought sounded good. So take a few moments and stop to think honestly about your specific situation. What is working well for you and what's not? I love the new year. It's a time of year where the calendar turns and it just gives us a natural space to contemplate our lives. I think that's really a gift. But don't forget that you can really use these tips any time of the year. All year round, every day is a good day to reflect on our health, where we're at, what's feeling good, what's not feeling good, making adjustments. The new year isn't the only time that we should be reflecting. So just keep in mind that you can do this any time of year. If you're not catching this episode in January, start wherever you're at, whatever time of year it's at, and start reflecting now. One thing that has come to mind recently for me as I think about and reflect on my life right now is continuing to manage my stress. I am really thankful for the progress that I feel like I have made in reducing stress and anxiety the last couple years in my life but I know I still have some work to do. So I'm realizing that I need to continue to work on that as well as continue to pay attention to my hormones and my circadian rhythm. Um, I also sense just emotionally that I'm carrying around some offense and bitterness that I really wanna let go of in some of my relationships. Um, So my health goals are coming from what I know that I personally need because I have reflected on that and thought about where I'm at right now. So step one is just to reflect. Step two is to make a list. This list is a brain dump of everything that you're interested in learning about or think that you might need to work on. I know when the lights started to come on for me in my health journey that I 
thought of so many things that I could change or needed to change or wanted to change or wanted to learn about. And I did too much too fast. And so I want you to start with making this list and just get everything out of your head. Um, You're going to write down things that you're interested in learning more about. Like, you know, maybe you're interested in learning more about healthy fats. You heard somebody talk about that. You don't really understand it. I need to figure out what that means. So write that down. Maybe after reflecting, for example, you see that you've been eating fast food too often and you want to find ways to eat at home more. And so you're going to write that down. Anything that you feel like maybe you could improve on in your life. Um, Also on this list, write down any known health concerns, things that may even seem small or insignificant to you. Write everything down, things like eczema, acne, painful periods, fatigue, infertility, PCOS, high cortisol, mineral deficiencies, mood swings, high stress, rosacea, allergies, weight gain, joint pain, anything else you can think of. I wanted to list some examples because I think sometimes things become so common to us that we feel like it's just our normal. And while it may be common, it is not normal to have any of those problems. And so make sure that you just take your time here, really evaluate all areas of your life and make that thorough list. Step one was reflecting. Step two is making that list. And step three is picking one or two priorities. Your list may have gotten quite long on step two, and if so, that is okay. You're going to keep that list so that you can refer back to it, but you are not going to try and make a health goal for everything on that list. Um, You know, we're going to just prioritize one or two things, but as a side note, you're going to notice that your health does have a snowball effect. So once you start working on one area, you're going to notice unintentional progress in another area, which is awesome. But for the sake of creating achievable goals, you're just picking one or two priorities. And you're thinking, Militia, how do I make those priorities? How do I choose? Well, you're going to ask yourself these questions. Number one, what could make the biggest, most positive impact on my health? Number two, what is realistic for me? And number three, what can I afford? For the first question, you're thinking about what would move the needle the farthest forward in my health journey? So fill in the blank. If I could just blank, I know that my health would be so much better. Listen to your intuition here and you'll see some things rise to the top. For the second question, you have to think about what you can actually do. I remember when I was Um, a young mom. And I had some friends that were training um, for, you know, long distance races like marathons. And I thought, well, that might be kind of fun to join in them. But I had little babies at home. Like when was I going to leave the house for multiple hours, multiple times a week? I mean, maybe you could find a way to make that work. Or maybe it's not the most realistic goal for you right now. And you can find another way to exercise that you enjoy and fits your life. The third question was, what can I afford? I want to qualify this question by saying that I am a big believer in investing in your health. And some things you may really, really need will cost you money. And you can make a plan and you can find a way to buy it. Sometimes the question should be, how can I pay for this? 
but I don't want your health goals to be sabotaged because you can't afford something. So just keep this in mind. Um, you know, For example, one point in our lives, our goal was to switch to eating real food. And then I started cooking at home more and making a lot more from scratch in my kitchen. And I thought, man, if I'm going to be doing this, I could really use some new kitchen tools. Um, some of the things I wanted, I had to save for. So I just worked on other things while I was saving for those things. So, you know, just keep this affordability uh, question in mind and see if that's something that maybe needs to wait for later. And maybe you prioritize something else for now. So at this point, you should have your top one or two priorities. Don't do more than that. One of the top reasons that people end up feeling like they have failed and can't reach their health goals is because they try to do too much at once and get overwhelmed. So one or two, you got it? Now it's time for step four, where you start breaking that goal into habits. You won't accomplish your goals until you determine what you need to do to reach the goal and then create new habits in your life. So think about it. You would have already reached your goal if you already had all the right habits in your life. So this is going to involve change. If you don't make any changes, your life will stay the same. Change will be necessary. It's not scary. Um, but it's going to be necessary to make your goal a reality. Intentional habits make the change doable. So let's think through the most common health goal that people have, right? Probably to lose weight. If you want or you need to lose weight, you have to determine how you are going to do that. What habits do you need to make that happen? You're going to need to change your diet. You're going to need to exercise and you're going to need to reduce stress in your life. But you have to get even more specific than that because each one of those things, the changing your diet, the exercising, the reducing stress, each one of those in and of themselves are big goals. So in a case like that, I would suggest just making one of those things your health goal. Instead of having the goal be to lose weight, change the goal to either eating real food or consistently moving my body or reducing stress and work on developing habits for one at a time. And then once you feel like you have integrated that habit into your life and it's easy for you to um, live that way, then you can add in the next thing. So for eating real food, let's say we've narrowed it down to your goal is eating real food. Well, you're going to need to create habits of grocery shopping, finding recipes, meal planning, food prepping, cooking for consistently moving your body. You would need to create a new habit of enjoyable exercise, which might involve things like getting up early, going to bed earlier, driving to a gym after work, setting an alarm, changing when you take a shower or signing up for a workout class. You see what I'm getting at? Maybe let's take the reduced stress one. We could go and we could say, for reducing stress, you might need some new habits like not overscheduling yourself, not working on the weekends, maybe practicing deep breathing, going for walks, getting out into nature, putting up boundaries in relationships and things like that. So do you see how each one of those things has its own set of habits that maybe you just want to focus on one at a time. So every goal that you set is going to have its own distinct set of habits, and they are all going to require a sequence of action. So that's why we only picked one to two priorities. If you do too much at once, remember, 
you're probably not going to stick with it. You're probably going to get overwhelmed. So keep it small and reasonable. Focusing on a little bit at a time is a key to making sustainable change. Okay, so now we have reflected. We've made our brain dump list. We have picked one to two priorities and we have thought through the actions and habits that each of those health priorities is going to require to become a reality. So step five is making those habits measurable. Um, It's like putting it into your everyday life. You're going to figure out where it fits, when it fits. So you're going to assign specific actions and specific time to each of the things. Okay, we've already talked about what some of the actions look like. Let's talk about assigning a time to them. Let's go back and practice with the habit of eating real food. That's going to require some new habits like grocery shopping, meal planning, finding recipes, um, food prepping, cooking, all the things. And you can't just hope to do it. You have to decide when you are actually going to do it. What day and time will you do your meal planning and your grocery shopping? When is a good time for you to meal prep? Is there something that you need to stop doing so that you can do these things that you are now prioritizing? Do you have time in the evenings to cook? Or do you need to set dinner in the crock pot before you leave to work? Also, is your plan to cook dinner seven nights a week or maybe five nights a week and do leftovers the other two nights? Having a plan in place for when you are actually going to do the things that you need to do to reach your goal is a game changer. It's another key element. It's how the change actually happens. Habit stacking is a great way to find a time to do things. Um, especially if you're thinking about those smaller action items. So for example, if taking a supplement is a healthy habit that you want to add in, maybe you're trying to address mineral deficiencies or get better sleep and there's a certain supplement that you really want to take. Well, you can add it to something that you're already doing. You already eat breakfast, so you could add a supplement to your habit of eating breakfast or dinner. And then that habit of eating breakfast and dinner, which you are already doing, becomes your reminder for the other habit that you need to add in. I did this when I wanted to add a castor oil pack to um, my routine. I actually added it to my bedtime routine because I knew that that would be a good reminder to go ahead and do my castor oil pack at the same time. And then as I lay down to sleep, I added deep breathing. So that is something that I can do while I'm already laying there and focusing on relaxing anyway. So I just added it in. So you can think about that and see if habit stacking might be helpful for you too. The last step is to monitor and adjust. This is really crucial because, you know, if things are going well, you're not going to necessarily feel the need to stop and adjust, right? Because things are going well. You're just cruising along. But if things are not going well, you're going to know that you need to adjust. You're going to feel that tension of, oh my gosh, I'm not doing what I wanted to do. This isn't working well. And our tendency at that point is going to be to feel like we have failed, to feel shame and guilt, and probably quit thinking that we just don't have the willpower to stick with it. And that's really not the case. You may just need a mindset adjustment or an action adjustment. Maybe your life routines changed, but you forgot to go back and adjust your plan. Also remember that we're going for a long-term change here. We're not going for 24-7 perfection. 
consistent action over time is really what you want, and it does not have to be perfect. You can achieve your health goals without going through these habits perfectly, as long as you stick with it and you don't quit. So if you're feeling a lot of tension in meeting your health goals, you're not feeling like it's going well, go back and assess if, first of all, if you really pick the best priority for you. And then second, if you feel like it was the right priority, go back to step four, which was breaking the goal into habits. Assess where and how you can work these new habits into your life again. Maybe think about what isn't working? Why isn't it working? How could I do this differently? When I was trying to work on adding minerals into my supplement routine, I picked something that I saw a lot of people using and I thought this is going to be so great. I had a plan for when I was going to use it and I hated the supplement I was using. <laughs> I, I did not like it at all. I didn't like the taste of it. Um, and I thought I can just get used to this. I'm just going to keep trying. I'll get used to it. But I found myself avoiding it. So instead... I tried a different supplement and I liked it okay, but I thought, man, this one is really expensive. And finally, I realized that I could really just use a few pinches of good quality mineral salt throughout the day. And I didn't mind the taste of it. Also, I didn't begrudge the price of it. So it's something that I have been able to stick with. So that's what I mean by going back and assessing. Like I had a plan but then it ended up not really working well. So I figured out a way that I could change it that I felt good about, that I wanted to do, and I've been able to stick with it. So I have already hinted at some of my health goals for 2024, but I thought just in case it's helpful or you're curious, I would go over what I have written down for 2024. Um, and, you know, I might end up tweaking it as the year goes on because the new year is not the only time I think about these things. Um, and I just want to note before I start that I know I told you guys to pick one or two priorities and you're going to hear me list more than that. Um, but the difference is this. I am not doing more than one or two new things at a time. So I still suggest that a lot of these things that I'm going to talk about, I am already doing um, in my goals. I just make them measurable and I'll give you some examples about that. Anything that is new is spread out through the year so that I can actually incorporate it into my daily routine without overwhelm. So first things first, in January for the last three weeks, I'm gonna be doing a detox with my whole family that mainly involves us just not eating any wheat um, and avoiding all refined sugar. And then we're gonna incorporate at least one cup of bone broth per day. Um, for gut healing. And so we're going to be doing that all together as a family. Each of us has different things that I feel like our body just needs support in. And this would be a good foundation for us to start the year on. So we're going to be starting that soon. I'm like prepping things in the kitchen and getting us to a place where we can start that all together and um, just making some plans so that it won't be too stressful. So that's just a January thing. And I already hinted at my focus on stress relief for this year. Um, so I needed to think of, you know, how exactly am I going to make progress in that? And I've already incorporated quite a few things into my life. Um, you know, I'm trying to work on my circadian health and stuff like that. So I do have a goal to get natural light before blue light in the mornings. And I'm already doing that. But my 
measurable action for it is to do it at least five days a week. It's a quick thing that I can do in the morning. I turn off my alarm. Um, I wrap up in my blanket if it's cold and I stand on my back porch just for a few minutes to get that natural light. Um, and I usually use that time to pray as well, which is another stress relief for me. And I'm not that great at just doing things for fun. So I thought one thing that might really help me to relieve stress this year is to just pick something fun that brings me joy every month. So my word for the year is joy. And every month I'm going to pick something fun to do that will bring me joy. And it's going to be something different every month. Some months I already know what I'm going to be doing for that month. And some months are to be determined. And it's not necessarily anything fancy um, or expensive or anything like that. It's just something that I simply enjoy and it's just for the fun of it. So if you want to follow me on social media to see what I pick for each month, I will be sharing it on there. Um, also related to stress and just my overall health is strength training workouts. I'm already doing this, but just to add a measurable aspect to it, my goal is to do it three times a week. And then a new thing for me will be two outdoor walks every week. So it's Wednesday. I haven't done any outdoor walks, so this one it might be interesting for me. Once we get into our school routine, I'm going to have to figure out what time of day um, I, so I need to put a time of day on this one for me to make it actually happen. Um, but that's something that I'm going to be working on. And I'm I'm not going to do this if I'm on vacation or if I'm sick. Like there's a lot of grace here. Um, you know, if I miss a, a week and I only get one walk in that week, I'm just going to do it again the next week and go for two the next week. Um, so I'm not going to like dwell on weeks when I don't do it perfectly. Uh, I also have some skills that I want to learn um, to help my family get better quality food. Um, and so I'm spreading those out over the year. I don't want to try a whole bunch of new things all at once because I, I know I will get overwhelmed and I won't stick with any of them. So um, I have them spread out to do basically every two months. Um, so example, in February, by, the, uh, by February, I want to start making milk kefir. By the end of March, um, I want to have my new greenhouse up and running, which I'm also going to be sharing on social media. So I'm super excited. By the end of May, I'm going to learn how to and start making homemade sauerkraut so that we have another budget-friendly probiotic food in our regular rotation. By the end of August, I want to have a goal to have 60 jars of home canned food made mostly from our garden. Um, and I do know some about canning, but I have some things to learn. So I know that that's going to keep me busy throughout the end of the summer. So that is just an example if my, you know, my goal was to learn some new skills in the kitchen. And so then I thought about what steps do I actually need to take to make that happen? What are those new skills? When am I going to like challenge myself to actually learn them by? And then a couple other things I have on my list that aren't really goals, but are health related and I know are going to happen this year are things just like having my yearly checkup with my functional medicine doctor, um, getting my yearly blood work, um, having a thermography appointment, and I have dates and times for those things. My family and I are not perfect. We still have a lot that we can work on in our health, and that will always be the case. But when I look back 11 to 12 years ago, when our health journey began, golly, it is amazing to see how much our health has improved. 
and how much we have learned and the health goals that we've been able to achieve, it's awesome. Over time, your progress will add up to a transformed life. As a mom, that is a priceless gift to give my family. I'm going to drop my email in the show notes because I would love to hear from you if you have some health goals and we can cheer each other on. While you're there in the show notes, don't forget to get entered into our giveaway. We're giving away a free consultation and an Amazon gift card. When you sign up for those emails, not only are you entered into the drawing, but you're going to get a lovely little reminder in your inbox every week showing you the new podcast episodes that have dropped so that you can go check them out. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Daily Wellness Podcast. We hope that you found it helpful for your own wellness journey. And if so, we'd love for you to leave a review. Then come back and listen for review shout outs on upcoming episodes. For more information, check out the show notes and connect with us on our website, dailywellnesscommunity.com. 